Hello, welcome to this week's Monkey Mount Punch podcast. So me and Keith. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's an interesting one this week. We're going to be talking, we're doing our next Star Trek film, which is uh, Star Trek The Voyage Home, which isn't one of my favourites, I'll be completely honest with you, but you'll hear my opinions and bits on that later on. Keith wants to talk about One Piece on Netflix, which I haven't watched, and I haven't watched the anime, the manga, read the manga, or whatever Japanese animation title that's supposed to be there. Um, and we've got that, and we've got a trailer, I think, that we can watch for Bodies, where it's yeah. um, body three time zones. So we've got some interesting things to be going through. So let's start off, uh, let's talk about One Piece, because uh, when you say One Piece, I think bathing suit. Oh, and hello, Biffler. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Um, <laughs> it, it, it sounds slightly dirty as well. <laughs> um, I kind of enjoyed it. Um, I didn't know a lot about it. I, it's absolutely huge here. It's everywhere. You see, like, One Piece T-shirts. In fact, my wife bought me one. I didn't know what it was. I just like, the T-shirt's pretty cool. Um, straw hat gang. And I didn't know anything about it. And I watched a couple of the manga things and, you know, it was all right, but I then started watching other things and forgot about it. Then I saw this live action thing and I heard about it a few years ago. It was about a few years ago. And then I saw about a year and a half ago, like pictures of things. I'm like, what is this? Um, and it looked like Netflix had spent some money on it and and they have. Um, having watched it, it's actually one of the most faithful sort of live action remakes of a cartoon that I've seen. There's like scenes where they're almost identical. Um, and what they've done, like converting it to the live action has been really faithful. But it, it's eight hours of mostly fun. Um, pirates and swashbuckling and a little bit of weird Japanese manga set in this fictitious world, which is mostly, mostly ocean with like the strip of land in the middle. Um, and the, the premise is that like, you know, 25 years ago, this pirate was caught and he told, and he, he was the most famous pirate and had the biggest treasure. And he said he hid it somewhere and you can go and get it. And then the golden age of pirating began. And then you get all these various strange characters thrown in with like this supernatural fruit that if you eat this fruit, it gives you powers. But if you come into contact with seawater, you lose it more to the point. You don't swim, you sink. Um, and so seawater can be deadly to you. Um, and then it's set around like this, this character called Monkey Luffy, who's this really kind of wants to be king of the pirates, but in his own way. And he's not bloodthirsty. He's kind of a positive character. And, and generally, it was quite a lot of fun. Um, there are a few things that, that, that niggled me. They cast... <laughs> They cast a transgender female, so as in she's transitioned to male. The problem is that I recognize her from something else, and she used to have long blonde hair. And she's now in this part where she's playing a boy, yet her face still looks like a girl, and she's got this deeper voice. So she's blatantly obviously taking some kind of hormonal treatment, right? But it, it, it... I'm, I'm sorry, it takes you out. It's not like she's even playing a transgender character. She's playing a male character. Or he is playing a male character. But it 
it distracts every time for me. And and I'm not being transphobic. It detracts. It it takes you out because you're going. What your eyes are seeing and what you're hearing don't agree with each other. And you know that leaves you slightly unsettled when you get that. And that's every time he is on the screen, I get that. Right. It's like an uncanny valley, but with people. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I found every time, I mean, it's not a main character, thankfully. They turn up a fair bit, but they're not a main character. They're not one of the central five if you like um but the world that it sets up and and the stories that it that that it tells it, it's eight hour origin story so but it's it's genuinely quite good and fun and it's very comic booky it's very mangy mangery um they i think it's been cast quite well um I think the kid that was playing uh, Monkey Luffy was brilliant, actually. Um, I enjoyed the all five parts. There's, there's a mixture of actors of British, Australian, and English actors in there. There's some recognisable faces. Ian McShane narrates the, the in, in, intro, Lovejoy himself. So you get a Lovejoy intro, although he doesn't turn up, except I think he might at some point. Um, but I, I, I really liked it. I... I, I I actually had fun watching it. The music was good. The the, the pirating and the, the, the various things was good. Um, it was just quite enjoyable. There wasn't that much wokeness other than this character. There were a couple of moments, but you get that in everything these days. It's almost unavoidable where you go, Ugh, like that. Um, but the only criticism I have is the casting of the character, Kobe. I'm sorry. I am not transphobic, but... You are limited in what roles you can play. That's the reality of life. And, Sorry, and sounding very, very transphobic. I'm, I'm, I'm now on Twitter cancelling you. Uh, well, I don't... you've been cancelled. It's too late. Oh well. Um... Right, bye. Sorry, everybody. Keith was cancelled for being transphobic in a podcast. So, um, just gonna have to stick up with me for the next hour. <laughs> Sorry, it's a shit joke. <laughs> Couldn't resist. It. It's annoying because, look, it must be difficult for this person, and I'm not, and I'm trying not to be nasty. But when you are watching something, it's 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 like that fucking Harry Potter legacy game, where you've got that barmaid with a blatantly male voice, and and it just, it 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 again, your 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 ears and your eyes don't agree with each other, and it's not a preconception. It is it is a fact of nature, right? That is kind of how do I put this? It it's instinctive. You don't even think about it. So when you see somebody somebody with a male sounding voice but does look like a girl and has acted as a girl, I don't care whether they claim that they they've known since they were thirteen. They were in something not that long ago where they were very much a female with long blonde hair and very feminine to suddenly switch like that. And still have the same face. You can't just cut your hair short. And you know exactly. I mean, I'm going to be attacked if anybody fucking watches this. Somebody, you know, people are going to attack me in the comments for this. But I don't really give a shit. It it it's a fact of life. It's reality. And hang on a there's something hang about. On a okay, now I've been cancelled.
for for hosting this. Shit. <laughs> That's a terrible. The podcast listeners are just going to hear me waffle on. Um, he's 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 taking us off the the stream. That's what he's doing for audio listeners only. Um, I I I don't know. I I I, I, found I, 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 don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what the obsession is. That's the, the bit that gets me at the moment. Is um, yeah, it, it, it's there's so many so many like questions and and, and bits and uh, I, and it's just it's the new fad, the new craze. Um, I'm desperately trying to predict what the next craze is so I can figure out how to make money off the back end of it. My money's on um, everyone being obsessed with aliens. Um, seriously, because it's like kind of ah, oh, there's aliens because but we couldn't find evidence, which means the government covered it up. So next time you go to use the toilet and there's not enough toilet roll there, aliens. Uh, next time you come out the junction, yeah, and uh, cars are not letting you out, that's, that's aliens. Uh, next time you stub your toe on the corner of a coffee table and you scream or you tread on a upturned British plug because they're the ones, they're the ones you want to tread on, um, aliens. Um, okay, cool. I might, I might give it a watch. It sounds, it sounds okay. It sounds like it's only got one kind of thing that you, you've got any kind of grievance with, or, or take exception to, if that makes any sense. Well, it's like you know, there's, it's never where you like, you know, you don't have like superhuman females. There is a female character in it. She is as good as her male counterparts. There, there is no like, you know, all, all females are better. There's no surprise whammon in it um i mean she's a thief she's quite a, a talented character she has quite a tragic background you understand her background they they, they 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 develop the character so it's not just surprise whammon and i wouldn't have a problem per se with this character if um if uh the uh if it was a transgender character and and it's my same problem with that the the the, the, the thing in hogwarts legacy i didn't have a problem with the character i had a problem with the setting because there's no way in hell you would have had a transgender barmaid like that in the 1800s but that's another matter my problem was that most transgender people take freaking hormones so they sound more feminine or more masculine and that's exactly what this 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 um act, her name used to be morgana and now it's morgan um so his name is now morgan it's just the fact that it's still detracting and, and and it's done to tick a quota and nothing else. And that's what that's my only real bugbear. They've spent money on this. They they spend time developing the world. The characters are kind of positive. It's kind of feel good. There's lots of bad guys. There's some adult related things. It's not really I was surprised there's quite a lot of swearing in it and 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 stuff. So it's not for like younger. It kind of has a Goonies-esque feel about it, you know. Goonies was kind of a kids' movie in the eighties, but there was a shitload of swearing in that film. Um, so, oh no, because um, kids do. Yeah, and kids and there's a bit, swear. and it was a bit like that in this. Um, it, it there's a the, the two episodes in the middle. They they could have condensed that down into one. Um, there's, there's two episodes that go on a bit too long, so it kind of meanders in the middle a bit. But the first episode really does draw you in um and the final episode is great um so yeah i kind of enjoyed it and i thought it was for the most part well cast mostly unknowns but there are a few faces in it go on you were gonna say yeah i i watched i watched that entire first series of staged which is the bbc comedy starring david tennant and michael sheen 
Um, I've got, I think now I've got all the way through to second, both the first and second series. I'm on the on the third at the moment. Um, and I just like because there's some there's some Doctor Who references in there, and they get Judy Dench to turn around and says, "You'll deserve you'll deserve a smack bottom if you're not careful." Um, there's a there's a funny thing with with they're talking about an actor who's a pain in the ass, which they don't want to really say no to. You find out it's Samuel L. Jackson. And then Samuel Jackson claims not to know Michael Sheen, even though he was in a film where Michael Sheen was being tortured throughout the entire thing, um, which was I, I, I found quite amusing. And you've got lots of kind of throwbacks and, and and stuff. And that was that was nice, not very um, nerdy, but I recommend Keith you watch that. They're little kind of like 17, 20 minute episodes, so it's uh, very digestible. It's quite funny watching the two of them bounce off each other. Um, and it's weird when he gets a call from someone and he goes, I need your name. And they're going, I need your name. I go, it's Michael Sheen. No, not Martin, Michael Sheen. And then he turns around because he's on, he's on like, he's on a call like we are. And uh, he turns around and goes, I'm glad you like good omens. And you've got David Tennant going, yeah, like that. Um, and then there's the argument with him. They had the two of them that arguing over uh, Twilight, Harry Potter and Doctor Who. And it's like it's like kind of oh Twilight made this because but I was in Harry Potter because it goes you're only in there for like two scenes it goes yeah I know it goes but I did more scenes and they 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 cut them out and it's like kind of oh you know I don't usually, I don't usually get cut out scenes like that so yeah it's uh, that was well worth a watch it's funny there's lots of like nerdy nerdy references in there and um, I recommend you you give it a go Keith you'll enjoy it stage oh, well, I'm running the right box if you can get hold of that I think oh, I can. I can, I can get that actually. So that's a good point. Um, I'm, I'm running out of stuff to watch again at the moment. I'm, I'm going back through old stuff. I'm, um, yeah, I'm running out of stuff to watch again. Yeah, new, newer stuff is, 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 is a lot harder. I'm going, I'm trying to find all the backlogs of, of, of bits. Um, you wanted to look at this, this trailer called Bodies. I just thought this looked From quite Netflix. interesting. Okay, let's go through. Let's, let's, let's play the trailer and we'll pause not to. Copyright struck. You're not the first detective to discover this body. D.I. Hillinghead, 1890. D.S. Whiteman, 1941. D.S. Hassan, 2023. And D.S. Maplewood in 2053. So we've got the same body turning up across four different points in space. and There's timey-wimey, time-travelly stuff going on here. Or oh, it's a really elaborate prank sorted out by like a group of uh, some kind of society that's been around for a couple hundred years like doing this to people. going to tell you everything. It's going to blow your mind. It's not a lot, but it piqued no, my it, interest. It, it, it brought across a concept that I don't think we've I've come, come across before. So it's, um, It caught my interest and I thought, hmm... Um, I, I I thought it was interesting, and uh, yeah, the concept interested me. Whether it turns out to be uh, interesting is another matter. Um, these days, it's kind of potluck, but um, 
I it, it piqued my interest. I thought, hmm, I like a good murder mystery now and again. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought, hmm, this looks interesting. Especially the fact that it's also set in the future, which I thought, hmm, I like future things as well. So there's a, there's a little bit of everything in there. And timey-wimey, possibly timey-wimey stuff. Timey-wimey stuff. Uh, yeah, it does look like there's going to be some timey-wimey stuff in there, which will be interesting. Um, I think it's the body, dead body of a time traveller. Well, it could be. It could it, be. Ironically, ironically, he's from 2083, because of the staggering of all the times. He's from 2083, dies... Due to the experiment, he gets jotted through all these bits. I mean, it had um, a couple of interesting actors in there, um, so the cast seemed interesting. Um, my, my big problem is it's on Netflix, <laughs> um, and yeah. most stuff off Netflix, as you know, in recent times, hasn't been particularly great. But having said that. You know, it could turn out to be good. Um, I just, I don't know at this point in time. Um, yeah, I just thought, hmm, that looked interesting. I thought I'd point it out. Don't know much more about it. Um, there's, there, it's, it's, there's people sort of chatting about it online. But uh, we'll have to wait for a more full trailer to get a more rounded opinion, I think. But uh, yes. Mm. Yes. So, um, do I do I do I mention the, the the unmentionable this week? Bearing in mind that go on, it is go actually on. topical. Um, so I did watch Ahsoka episode three, only thirty minutes. Fucking Disney. Um, what are you doing? Um, it has got lower ratings and lower viewing viewers than Andor did. Apparently. I was we're going to say and my colonoscopy at the beginning from the beginning of the year. Well, we it's not getting very good. And then my colonoscopy. <laughs> it's it's not getting very good viewers. Uh, I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. When Chopper was on screen, I smiled. Um, we briefly got to see um, uh, Hera's son. Hera is just, I'm sorry, the more I watch this, the more she is miscast. Her face is just totally wrong. Um I, I'm right. not can, a big fan of it. Because I, I, I've been watching video of people criticise um, Ahsoka terribly. Mm. Uh, was there a bit where Ahsoka gets out onto the side of a spaceship and fights some starfighters with a lightsaber? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. But, then you get, but then you get the, 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 the whales, and the whales look pretty cool. The thing is, right, you introduced me to Rebels, and, I, and I'm not going to lie. I loved Rebels. I really, really, really enjoyed Rebels. It, 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 and I've rewatched it, you know, a couple of times, and I still love Rebels. So I'm not going to lie. There's moments in Ahsoka that I do enjoy. I love seeing Chopper. I like actually kind of understanding what he says. And, you know, you know the, the fact that there was about thousands of people going to die and he just didn't give a shit. He's an absolute asshole, and I love that. <laughs> Um, so I like seeing that. I like, you know, there are moments in it that, that are interesting and seeing live action versions of that. When Ray, Ray, Ray what's his face is on screen, he's great. Um, Ray Stevenson, he's great. And I want the, to know what the, is... That's the one thing I've heard is that, that everyone likes Ray Stevenson. It's his last bloody TV appearance, isn't it? I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing... Um, 
you know, the um, what's his face as Thorn. Um, it's interesting they brought the Night Sisters into this, although she hasn't done anything, she hasn't displayed any magic like you do in the game, you get from what's her face in the game. But there is a potential there for Cal Kestis to turn up. There is a t- tenuous link there, um, and that would kind of be cool. Um, this would be the show where you could bring him in. Um, I'm going to continue watching it, not because it's any good, but because it does have moments that link back to Re- Rebels, and it's it, it, it's member berries more than anything. Um, and I don't feel that guilty watching it because no one else is watching it. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's still a fuck you to Disney um, because it's not great. Um, and it's a shame because I don't know what's happened to Dave Filoni. I, I genuinely don't. You know, he made really good Star Wars until pretty much Disney took over by the looks of it. Um, Mandalorian season three was fucking abysmal. Um, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with um, Boba Fett's story. And that, well, I mean, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking full stop at Disney. But um, Whammy. Surprise yeah, it, it, the space battle was shit. I, I agree with Biffa. Totally. It, I, I'm not saying this show is any good. And I am definitely not recommending this show. Um, it's just as a Rebels fan, it's kind of cool. But to see moments chopper any anytime choppers on screen i love that fucking droid um yeah she does inc- she does and, and, and this is what it is she just she, she she's yeah i totally agree with that i mean whoever's fucking directing her i i don't know i mean she's got more charisma than this the director's going to kind of less emotion please yeah, but Ahsoka was never that. I mean, Ahsoka left the fucking Jedi because they fucked her over. And when you saw her in Rebels, she had she was more alive. She was more, you know, away. I know at the end of Rebels that she had that thing, but even then she was more. Now she's just like this moody fucking bitch that looks like. I mean, hang on, Jesus Christ! Hang on a second, I have to find something because there was the um, uh, the Alec Guinness deep fake Ahsoka thing. where he's talking about how <laughs> how, how uh, Luke's dad was shagging her all the time. <laughs> I have to find it. Uh, I, um, I, I, the, she's just there's just no charisma there. She, yeah, she's she's permanently in a coma at the moment. There's no. Older Soka was bubbly and fun. Live action Soka is just in a bit. Yeah, but she was more like she was more bubbly and fun in the first episode. She turned up in the Mandalorian. She was she was more alive in that than she is in this. In her own fucking show, she's just like. I mean, she is fucking fifty something. Maybe she's going through the fucking menopause. I don't know. I'm sorry, ladies, but seriously, I mean, this is just. She's in a fucking coma. He's right. Mm. It's, there is. There is a deep fake. And I love Ahsoka. Before this. Go on. I need to find this deep fake of of, um, the conversation that they they put between um, uh, Luke and... It's so annoying, I can't find it. Luke and Obi-Wan from the the original Star Wars, where they just... He was just talking about her running trains on Ahsoka. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I I want something funny, because it's... 
because it's. I think I, I do I, remember. I, I, right. So my my first thing is 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 right. What Star Wars did and what Alien did and what Star Trek doesn't do is that Star Wars and Alien portrayed uh, a world that was dirty and grimy and lived in. Yes. Yeah. So it looked like the uniforms had been worn, that everything had been used for a good, you know, 10, 20 years and that. The, all the Ahsoka stuff, from what I've seen, looks clean like Star Trek does. The Star yeah, Wars isn't Star Trek. It's only just post-Empire. It should be dirty still. It should, yeah, that ship that, that Ray, Ray Stevenson's attacks in the first episode, episode, that should be a little bit, you know, bashed up not clean mm. white lines it shouldn't be like the naboo you know pre-empire the empire has had its effect more, even that felt more lived in because you always got the impression yeah. that someone was going around polishing all the bloody surfaces which the probably set crew were doing um but it, it's just oh my god it's just garbage i i, I it, can't i can't bring myself it, to watch it but no yeah. don't because it's too it's too focused on whamming i mean there's there's definitely this whamming push here where every every character of any kind of significant has to be a whamman with the exception of Ray. Um, and even then, he's barely in it at the moment, where where it's focusing on Sabine and Ahsoka's relationship, which was never really a thing in Rebels. Um, it's like, you know, where's Thorn? Where the fuck is he? We're three episodes in and we still oh, haven't seen he, him. He's, what, the, what? He's, the, he's the end bit. He's the end yeah, bit. it's just going to be like the last ep fucking episode. Um, no, we need more than that. Um, it, it look, Dave Filoni wrote Rebels, it has potential to get better, but I don't think it will because now that What's Her Face is the fucking boss, she's just all over this. Her, her, her fingers are just all over this. The force is female bullshit, you know. Um, I, I'm just it's it's things like this that make me so fucking fed up of Hollywood. Stay on strike. Fuck yourself, you know. Right. Yeah. I Biff has been good enough to send me this clip. So I'm gonna send it to you. I don't know if you've seen it, but I, I listened I think to it. I know it what like... you were talking about. Right, so give me a second. There is it. Screenshot, there we are. Bump, 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 bump. Have we got it? Um, here we go. Da, da. Here we go. It's good for a laugh. Well, the first 30 seconds are definitely good for Luke, a laugh. did I ever tell you about Ahsoka Tano? She was your father's exotic teenage alien apprentice, a fine piece of jailbait from a more civilized age. She had the tightest body and the perkiest little breasts in the galaxy, barely legal in most systems. Anakin and I used to double-team her at the end of every successful campaign during the Clone Wars, and once in a while we'd even have the entire 500 first run a train over her, part of official Jedi training, of course. In time, she learned how to handle a meat saber better than anyone in the Jedi Temple. She wore a miniskirt every day, so we told her there were no panties in space. And since she was constantly doing acrobatics, you'd get a glimpse of her orange pussy mid-fight as she'd <laughs> while slicing a B-2 super battle droid in half. It was surreal. We taught her to grip her weapon backwards like a dildo. She constantly got captured by pirates and slavers almost every other day. It was ridiculous, like a constant porno loop. You have no idea. And she was a good friend. Why didn't you... All right, I'll leave it there. Um, 
That that clip there is probably more entertaining than the entire the entire Osaka Katan series. Oh, so you far, know that, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 seriously, they need to. This voice. They so. need to fire. The, they need to fire the casting director of this because it's just. Yeah. Anyway, um, it wasn't particularly good, unless you are a Rebels fan. Unless you really enjoyed Rebels, don't bother. Um, in fact, don't bother with Disney Plus. Tell me if I, I'd like to ask: Is there anybody out there actually watching anything on Disney Plus at the moment, and they're enjoying? The only thing that 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 is worth it, and I have to say, even this hasn't been as good as the first two seasons. But my dad is absolutely obsessed with it, and I understand why because it is actually quite good. Which is only Murderers in the Building. That's the only fucking thing that I watch on Disney Plus at the moment. Um which I kind of enjoy, which is nothing to do with this podcast, but it's just kind of harmless fun um, with Steve Martin. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, but I don't think there's anything else on Disney+. Plus. I mean, unsurprisingly, Ironheart, Echo, and Daredevil have all been delayed this week. Don't even bother. Um, Snow White has been delayed. Possibly they've actually finally woken up and fired that silly you, little cow. I, I, um, I've come up, I've come up with a solution for for Disney and their Pixar problem. Do you know what you do? Is you go, hey Pixar, remake Snow White completely digital with your with your lovely computer graphics and everything like that. Keep the music in and everything. Pretty much keep it the way it is. Recast some of the voices, blah blah blah, and just try and make it as, as neat and tidy. And then do it again. There's rumors. One of my favourite Disney films is Robin Hood. Yes, the Fox. cartoon. Yes, I loved great. it. I loved that as a kid. Yeah. I think I wore out the VHS Same. during Easter because I Same. enjoyed that so much as a, as, as a kid. Uh, they're, apparently, they're recasting it. and um... They're not going to remake it. I can almost tell you that. Um, there's another lawsuit being brought against them this week by investors because, uh, because another one, and this is, I think, third or fourth, you know, accusing Disney of massaging figures. Um, if any it's of them It's not massaging win, figures, Keith. It's Disney magic. It's like, if any of them magically win, give you the wrong figures. If any of them win, then a, a criminal case can be brought against... Well, you know, if it's proven that Iger, Iger is um, involved in this. But what Disney have got to do is they've got to do what Warner Brothers did. You've got to clean house. You've got to clean the mouse at the House of Mouse. You've got to get rid of all the top people. You've got to get rid, 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 rid of Feige now. You've got to get rid of fucking Kathleen Kennedy, and you've got to get rid of Iger, and then and you've got to get rid of the rid of the person that was fucking um, ahead of Pixar as well. Bring back what's his face, who actually made decent movies. Um, I'm sure he would if he threw a you know gazillion dollars at him, um, and you know mm -hmm. you can get over the riot strike, which ain't fucking showing any signs of stopping at the moment. Um, I think I said last week the only thing that bothers me about this right now uh, about this writer strike is that I don't get to see June part two. <laughs> um, yeah, Robin and Dahood. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, you know, they've delayed Snow White. I'd be surprised if they make it, and if they do make it, it's going to lose money. And they, they, you can see that on social media it's funny now that i spot these things there's been a load of like i don't know what's going on with facebook and i seriously if i didn't 
if it wasn't my primary source of communication with so many people, I would I would have got rid of my profile by now. But every time I comment on one thing, I get a thousand stories, right? There's been a thousand fucking stories this week, and they all the same headline. They're blatantly paid for by Disney, right? Promoting the the Katniss, what's its face, the Kunga Games prequel. Because guess who's in that film? Um, it's 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 Rachel Ziegler, whatever her fucking name is. Um, uh. the Snow White, and it's all positive. Oh, she's a different kind of, you know, bad. And it's all this positive, positive, positive. It's like this isn't gonna work. Right, I, 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 I'm making a point. Every time I see one, this is not going to work. This is a shield piece of fucking thing paid for by Disney. Wake up, people. This is a spoilt little cow, right, who who spouts toxic. I'm sorry, I'm going to use that word because her fucking language is toxic. Anybody who dares to comment about pronouns, she attacks with vile hatred, right? As soon as her fucking shit comes out and everybody turns on her, oh, be kind to everyone, be kind to everyone. Oh, fuck off, you spoiled entitled brat. This is, I hope her career is ruined. I really do. I re- people yeah, like this make me sick. It probably won't be because she's towing the line. If that makes any sense. Look, th- Disney can't carry on now. I mean, Disney cannot carry on. They have had every one of their films has been a flop. They can massage it any way they fucking like. It's in the public now. The public are going, show me one fucking movie that's been a thing. Even Iger's had to come out and say Indiana Jones didn't perform well. Have they had a single fucking movie this year that's performed well? No. All of their fucking um, uh, Disney Plus series that they've had out this year have all been flops. The Mandalorian Season 3, even the fucking Shill Press couldn't say anything good about it. No one is watching Ahsoka. (laughs) And we know about it. This is fucking Star Wars. They're they're crown jewel, and no one's watching it. Disney are fucked, and I don't care. Let's 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 just talk about something nice. I'm going to put a little break in if. We- Let's talk about like that music. Come on. We... I do like that music. I do. It is, I yes. Do. Yeah, it is. Um, it does kind of spell Star Trek. Um, so, Voyage Home, Star Trek The Voyage Home, the least Star Trek film out of all the original Star Trek, I think maybe all the Star Trek films. Um, so, it's not, it doesn't feel at all like Star Trek. I don't know. It felt like, how can I put it? It felt like a film designed for home video release. That's the best way of describing it. Something to be rewatched with product placement, say for like the yellow pages. Um, That's one thing that stuck out in my head, along with the uh, punk rocker on the punk on the bus. Do you know who the punk on the bus was? Yes, because he came back in Picard season two. The exact same actor. He's, he's he was an executive producer on it. Yes, I knew this. Um, and he wrote the song. He is the actual one singing yep. that song. Yeah, and he wrote the song for Picard season two. The only good thing about Picard season two was that little cameo. And I I remember talking about it at the time, going, "I love that." I can't. I don't love Picard season two except the first episode was quite good, um, and then the rest was shit. Um, and <laughs> I kind of enjoyed 
um, that moment as a as a callback to Star Trek Four. Look, I'm going to break the mold here. I don't dislike it as much as you guys. I I, I know what you're saying that it's the most unlike because right. it doesn't so have the Enterprise. Second, right. so, the so, problem so, is the Enterprise just, is no, missing. No, no, no. This, this, nah, yeah. nah, Keith, we're going to go. Yeah, I'm disagreeing. No, no, none of this just no Keith bullshit. Um. <laughs> All right. So, so first things first, yeah, it starts off, it pretty much picks up at the end of the search for Spock. Spock's had his brain popped back into his skull. It's going through some questions. How do you feel? Well, you're off human. You should feel something, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, they, 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 they all like kind of, we've got to go back to uh, Starfleet. Um, we're in the shit because we stole the Enterprise and destroyed a rather expensive piece of hardware at the same time too. We have got this very nice new Klingon bird of prey, um, but I don't think it's going to be enough to cover the expenses, if you know what I mean. So um, if you want to come back, then come back. Savic, chicken's out. Yeah, she kind of does. She bottles it. No, 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 I'm staying here. <laughs> I'm not fucking getting in trouble. Ooh, no, 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 no. It's, it's more wise that I stay here in Vulcan where uh, no legal ramifications can happen. Um which I found quite amusing. Somehow, um, Spock's dad, Sa- oh, Sa- Savik? Sa- no, Savik? Savik. Savik. Is it Savik? Yeah. Savik? Yeah. Anyway, he managed to get back to Earth before they do, which I find amazing. Yeah. So, uh, so he he, well, he left earlier, and he was on a superior Vulcan ship, don't forget. Um, birds of prey were limited by their warp speed. Really? So they couldn't go what, what 9.6? No, I, I do believe that Vulcan ships were far superior. Um, oh, no, no, hang on, if, hang on. Hang on. So you're telling me that the, 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 the bird of prey couldn't do a 9.6? It does, though. Because that's I one know. of my problems? Yeah, yeah I know it does. But it, it, it shouldn't be able to. In theory, uh, Sarek? Sarek. Sarek. Thank you very Sarek. much. Sarek, Savik, bollocks. <laughs> I needed that. Um, Colourful metaphors. I, look, it doesn't. I, yeah, you're right. right. But I anyway, like the. So, I like the. Hang on, hang on, what they on, call on, it? Because no, no, because this, this, right, this whole film felt like kind of oh, because I remember being a kid during the eighties, and they were all talking about whale hunting and all that stuff, and they were banning it, and only the Norwegians and the Japanese were doing it, which also I don't understand because there shouldn't be any Norwegians up near Alaska. And it'd be quite tough for Japanese people to get up near Alaska towards the end. But that's something else. So they get back to Earth. You've got this big black space dildo. <laughs> and it's it's on vibrate. And the vibrate is shutting oh, every do, bit of stuff do, equipment down. Do you know what it always reminded me of? The texture of that always looked like the fucking dog meat that my parents used to feed the dogs when they used to buy canned oh. dog meat. It did. It always reminded me of that kind of weird texture. It, always, it looked like a frying can of dog meat <laughs> with a fucking weird brain ball that comes out of it. <laughs> so, yeah, so they've got this big space dildo that wants to talk to whales turning up. Yeah, and it's causing all kind of merry havoc. I like the way it's shutting the ships down. He had like the, whatever it was, you just saw him shut it down and everything, and he got to Earth. And right, so let me get this straight. You've got whale songs, right? So you've got a, a Klingon database that contains whale songs, a Klingon database, not a Federation database. Yeah, did they not Which mention that they got updated? Did they not mention it got updated somewhere from Vulcan? Klingon database, database in the system. It had the whale songs on, so they had enough to identify it was whale songs. No one on Earth picked up on that. 
And at the same time, too, you've got the universal translator, which is like this super mathematical algorithm that can pretty much do everything apart from understand what Darmok and Chalab means over the fucking rainbow. Um, and they couldn't do it with whale songs. And it and, and then they then went, okay, we'll we'll do a time warp. And it was like they did that once before. Difficult. They did I, that in the no, original they, series. Did they not I do a time warp in the original series? That, that was, I think that was the Gary Seven episode. Could have been. It was one of the. They went back in time more than once, but you might be right. Yeah, but it was always through some alien device or something. Yeah. Um. So that they then go back in time. They have weird fucked up dreams, which is fine. Bit of CGI with the faces going across the screen. Yeah, that's fine. I, I like that. Yeah, um, I really would. Part of me was like thinking, Shatner's gonna be like naked on the other side. <laughs> it's just like kind of ah, um, girdle. You can see my girdle. Um, and then they they get to Earth and they find out that the the whale song's coming from uh, the oh, I can't remember the, the whatever is it Institute. And it's like weird because it's like you should hear the whole planet full of whale songs, but you can only hear it in San Francisco. It's loads of loads of humpback whales all over the place. Which they could have got. They could have just sucked them up. <laughs> just a couple of dead whales there. Um, yeah, but I mean, okay, look, we you can pull the script apart, and, and you're partly right, but I mean, that was there to tell tell a story. I mean, I don't think this is the worst one. I think Star Trek Five with the search for God is it's it's still a bit. It's more Star Trek y than this. Yeah, because it's got the Enterprise in it. And 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 the whole point. Uh, of no, it doesn't Star need Trek, to have the Enterprise in it. it I think it does. To be spicy. I, I think that one of the biggest missing things was. Yeah. You 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 established this last week when you said that the Enterprise is a character. And actually yes. uh, it's an essential character. And 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 because you didn't have the Enterprise, and it was the only time you ever really saw Star Trek without the Enterprise up until this point. You know, we hadn't had Voyager Deep Space Nine or even the next gen uh next gen launched. No, nineteen eighty seven. So the next gen launched the year after this film. Um and it never you never had that, but there are moments in it. I mean, you know, uh, Biff was putting it um can you actually? You're missing one thing. Is can you direct me to the nuclear vessels in a Russian accent, I, which is fucking brilliant. I was, I was gonna get to that. I was gonna get to that. And um, and it's, it's a moment. It's funny because the TV version, which we saw for years, right, was actually cut. Though it was cut down in length, and there was a lot of things that they cut out of the TV version that we always saw on the British TV, right? Like the bit where where McCoy. Um, heals somebody because they're about to fucking operate on her, and then there's another, uh, 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 and he just gives her a pill. TV version, not yeah. for years, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I because I remember being surprised when I rented it once on video and going, I that was never in the, the version that I'd seen on TV for years. It wasn't. Um, when uh, I don't know why there was they used to do that in the 80s and early 90s, especially ITV. Right, who had kind of all the Star Trek movies? They used to do that a lot, cut down movies because of ad breaks, and they had to fit it into two hours and shit like that. I think was the the the, the thing. So like shit scenes like, like that, shit like that was how they described it to the execs on the board. Um, um, scenes like that were cut, and I love the McCoy, 
healing, you know, what do they do to you, barbarians? It just hands her a pill that fucking like cures cancer. Um, and it, I, I love that. Um, and I liked Spock mind melding with the well, even though it was stupid. And 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 there's another thing here. Um, the whole scene with Scotty, where it's the professor going into the thing, is like computer. <laughs> I love that. Right. That still makes right, so, me giggle. So- my problem with that is that computer doesn't work that quickly. I've, I've used those Macs. Oh, God, no. Quickly. Yeah, how, how he did that. It was a bloody Mac. Um, and, and no, it wasn't that quick. But product placement. Biffa here is absolutely right. Last year, I believe, um, they they have actually uh, cr- created I, uh, transparent I, aluminium. Hang on a second. I can make transparent aluminium. You can make transparent aluminium. It's really easy. Do you know how to do it? What? You just literally get the bottom of, 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 of a Coke can and just heat it up. And you heat it up right, just enough so it goes thin enough, it becomes transparent. I, I, I knew that. that back in the bloody late 90s. Um, People these days don't know anything. Make transparent aluminum. Try it. Get like a, a, a what do you call it? A thing for doing creme brulees. I don't, don't, don't know what I'm saying. Everyone's got a creme brulee. <laughs> okay. Anyway, going going back, you've you, you've got the guys and they've got their their little separate mission. So so Kirk and Spock are going after the whales. Um, what do you call it? Chekhov and Uhura are going after the 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 energy excited photons for the for the core. Um, Scotty's going after transparent aluminum. Um, with McCoy. Uh, 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 with with McCoy. What's bloody Sulu doing? Um, Sulu was still uh, looking for the transport because Sulu had to steal the helicopter in order to load all the fucking okay. shit um, into the thing. And I love how they just cloak a ship and and land it in a city park like no one's going to walk their dog. Obviously, in San Francisco, there's no dog walkers and there's a big sign saying, don't walk on the grass in the public park. I mean, if we're going to pick the script apart, they parked a fucking spaceship, right? An alien spaceship. It's not even a human spaceship. Cloaked, invisible in a fucking park. A public park in the middle of San Francisco. It's like, why didn't they beam down? <laughs> why didn't they? They had to be. Why didn't they park, fucking cloak the damn thing in space and beam down? I mean, he's got a goddamn autopilot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, the the sh- the 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 board you call it the bird of the prey was shagged, wasn't it? Scotty would just like it's shagged. Um. So yeah, it's. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> right. So when I when I was training to be a scientist, which I never finished off. Um. My professor, because it was it was a professor, ironically in chemistry, not physics, and he was teaching me physics, said that you can get pretty much any material if you get th- any metal material if you get thin enough, you can see through it. It becomes That's transparent. Um, so it's not quite transparent aluminum like you understand it, but it's making aluminium, fucking aluminium. Sorry, aluminium, see through. I know what Biff was referring to because I read it. On, I think it was on the BBC News website, and they. They, you know, referenced Star Trek Four, um, but you're right. They, they so going back to the film, they they all go off in their various teams, 
um kirk you know because kirk has to shag everything everywhere um immediately meets a fine looking young lady um who you know just conveniently happens to have a couple of whales um <laughs> um um but there's the whole bus journey where we talk about the 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 punk rocker journey so um but i like that bit where 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 spock is talking to him about getting the whales and kirk turns around and goes you know well, we can go here. We can get these wells, and uh, they're called, you know, George and Gracie. So, oh, no, how do you know? No, no, I like that because he's on the map and it's going well. Using the the, the the relative position of the signal, goes. We know that the strength comes from here, and we then triangulate using these points and that. And he just turns around, and looks at the bus. Because how about George and Gracie at the the CN or whatever it was, um, um, Aqua Center or something? Because how do you know that? Oh, just a feeling. <laughs> And then they get on the bus. They don't need to pay. It's been exact change only. So they then buggers off because they, they're confused by the whole thing. Um, but, uh, and it, all right, it's not terrible, but it's not Star Trek. That's how I see it. I, I, yeah, I mean, character-wise, it has moments. I mean, you, you know, Chekhov's uh, and Uhura's like, little journey where they go off after the nuclear vessels. <laughs> Excuse me, can you tell me? Direct me to the nuclear vessels. Um <laughs> Uh, which I love, and then he actually somehow manages to break on there, get the power stuff, but then you know gets fucked up a, a, on the way. So he's then taken to hospital. At which point, McCoy um, ha- and uh, Kirk and Spock have to go on a, a rescue mission um, to save him. Which then you get the whole McCoy in the hospital thing, you know, calling them all sorts of names because they're cutting them up. Um, they rescue Chekhov and save Chekhov. Um, then you get Scotty and uh, McCoy's visit to the manufacturer where he does the whole transparent learning thing, yes, and the computer, the way he just types on the keyboard and all of a sudden he gets all that stuff, um, which was totally unbelievable. If you know anything about IT, and an Apple fucking two was never that fast. Um, so, Macintosh, but yeah, you get... Macintosh. Uh, was it, oh, it was the first Mac, wasn't it? Yeah, you're right. Sorry, it was. It was the first Mac. Um and then you get Sulu sort of like, you know, chatting up by hello there. Um, at the time, no one knew he was gay, but of course, probably, you know, who's coming on to that army guy. Um, um, anyway, we won't know what Navy, he did. To Navy, get the Navy fella. Dude, we won't know. We were in the Navy. People in the Navy of the Marines. Well, not if you watch that 1980s Billy Connolly thing. Oh, no, that was in the Brownies. He did. He took the piss out. In the Brownies. Have you never seen Billy Connolly's in the Brownies? No, I've not. Or right, hang on a second. God, just... uh, it was genius, right? Look up Billy Connolly in the Brownies, right? It was a piss take. Uh, um, um, not in the navy. It was a piss take of in the navy, but it was it was so innuendo in there. We'll bend over to accommodate you in the Brownies. <laughs> it's Billy mm-hmm. Connolly <laughs> when he was at his hairiest <laughs> in a Brownies costume. It's fucking brilliant. Um. But yeah, so you so they you know everything comes together basically. But you know, lo and behold, because you have to have some suspense here, the whales are are inadvertently released, and um, they have to go after the whales who just so c- conveniently manage to get all you know halfway across the Atlantic Ocean but, uh, overnight. Hang on a second, no, it's, no, no, I had that problem, or Pacific had Ocean too, and there was mm. a throwaway line of dialogue. They will be loaded into a special 737 and thrown, flown to Alaska. Because uh, I, I, right. I was I was, I was, was in the same place as you. Because part of me was like, how the fuck did they get over to Norway? And it's, they didn't right. get to Norway, they got to Alaska. 
And but the Norwegians got to Alaska. I thought the okay. Japanese would be there first, but um, okay. But anyway, so we then get the whole bird of prey taking on a whaling ship, which was kind of funny. Um, and actually, it looked kind well, of cool. I love that cool. scene, actually. It did look cool. Um, anyway, absolutely fucking cool. then we get, there be whales aboard, Captain, from, from, from Scotty's line, which is great. And, you know, they come back and just in time, they crash into San Francisco Bay because obviously they lose power to the weird dog meat flying probe thing. Black um, dildo, alien, uh, black dildo, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Starfleet space. Um, and the whales get out, space. and then the whales talk to the probe. Probe fucks off. Everything's all right. Everyone's saved. Um, and then, then you get the whole um, uh, sort of scene where Beautiful. Kirk's got to answer for all his crimes, and um, you know, there's the tribunal bit, and all of the crimes are, are are set apart. By the way, we should mention that Dr. Lady Kirk's bit on the side, who we never see again, by the way. Um, uh, you know, she came back with them because she had nothing. She wanted to look after her whales. Um, so she came back with them. In, so she's now in the 23rd century. Um, anyway, they're all at the tribunal, and all but one fucking crime um, charge is dropped, and that was for Kirk disobeying orders, and he is... with you know, taken back down to be a captain again and put on a starship. And they go, right, you've got a starship. Yeah, okay. So when the, what was the last JJ one? Star Trek Into JJ Darkness. Star Trek film. Not Into Darkness. It was, no, the other, it was oh, no, the, beyond. Uh, Kelvin timeline one. Star, Star Trek, Trek Beyond. beyond. Yeah. Okay, so Star Trek Beyond, they were building the Yorktown and they wound up converting it into the Enterprise, yeah? Um, well, no, the Yorktown was the bloody star base in this. They were building another ship. Um, but in, but they were, well, you're right. But, but, I, but in... everyone was telling me, and because being a nerd, and it's a nerd, yeah, that, that, that the Enterprise in the original series was supposed to be the Yorktown. That this was something that came here. online, and I've never been able to confirm that. I, I don't think Trek has ever officially. Stocks. Sorry. confirm that but in the kelvin timeline the yorktown is the starbase which was a nod to this thing on the internet but anyway yeah so they fly into the thing and they don't don't know what ship they're about to to, to to get on um and they see the excelsior and scott is like i don't want that i don't want that and then hiding behind the excelsior is the enterprise a um, and we get this amazing bridge, and, and Kirk goes, let's see what she can do, and it goes, boom. Now, a couple of interesting things here. Um, that bridge set wasn't used in the next one. They had to rebuild it. And this uh, film also um, marks the appearance of Admiral Cartwright, who uh, turns up again in Star Trek VI as one of the bad guys, along with Odo, um, the actor that played Odo is also uh, in Star Trek VI. Obviously, obviously, yes, he's in Star Trek VI as one of the um, um, uh, ad, um, admirals. Um, but Cartwright, the actor that played him, then comes back in DS9 and plays uh, Cisco's father. But he was arrested oh, in Star yes. Trek VI no, as one of now. the conspiracies. I know, I know who you're talking about. This is Cisco's father. Ah, I know. Um, um, but he okay, was played cool. Admiral Cartwright in this. Although I don't think he's ever called Cartwright in Star Trek Four. He isn't. I don't know. I have to go back and read that. And the Klingon ambassador 
also turns up, um, you know, he turns up again. It's not just Star Trek Four. He turns up again, and I can't remember where he turns up again. It was in B5. He was the replacement for, um, what's his miss, the guy, Thrall, on the yes, you're right. 3. He also played um, in the remake of the Munsters. He played Herman Munster and and some other bits too, but my brain can't recall all that. Yeah, but I think he was in another movie. I don't think it was just uh, Star Trek Four. Uh, yeah, he was. He was definitely more Klingons in in in. I'm sure he was in Deep Space Nine and in Enterprise. Um, he, t- I'm damnably sure he turns up in Star Trek Six. Right, while he's he re- looking for that, right? So I've just found a video on how to make transparent aluminum online. I'll turn the volume off here. So literally, it's like kind of okay. So there's some holes. Right. So all you do, come on. He's using the wrong kind of thing. It needs to be a creme brulee torch. You heat it up so it goes thin enough so you can see through it. Now I've done it with, done it with a uh, uh, what you call it can and got uh, got better result than matey here. But if you if you go through it, you can see that you, it's all, the more it's going, the thinner it's going because of the heat. The more transparent it's becoming, and then kind of the, the, get back here. So yeah, he's in Star Trek Six. I thought he was. I thought. Yeah, there you go. Ah, uh, well, it's not transparent, transparent, isn't it? No, but no, yeah, the better get... you look, you can see through it. It's just the quality. No, you're not wrong. Work is... You're yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong. There you go. Sorry, I could make transparent room back in the nineties. But... Fuck I, you, Sky. I, I don't think Star Trek Four <laughs> was as bad. I I don't dislike it, but I kind of agree that it's not a Star Trek film. There is something missing, and I think it's the Enterprise. It's very VHS. Which you don't actually get. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's not a cinematic movie like the others are. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm going to watch Star Trek Five. We've got to cover next. With then we're going to do Undiscovered Country, which I love. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. Um, we got yes. Star Trek Five to do um, first. Did you, which did you is, find me? Did I? Did you find me? Did I? Oh uh, yeah. Actor. yeah. Um, I found the I found out what I knew it wasn't the only film he was in, and I was trying to remember. I'm sure he was in Undiscovered Country, which he was. Um, he was only in two Trek movies, but uh, he was in Undiscovered. Uh, John uh, Chuck S C H U C K Chuck. Born in 1940. Fucking hell, he's 83. Um, Jesus, because um, yeah. the the next film criminally underuses the actor David Warner, in the next one who's is prime for the, for these these sort of things. But then again, he then gets reused in Undiscovered Country as oh, you're ambassador. right. You're you're right though. He's as as the Klingon ambassador. He was only in thing, but he turned up in a DS9 episode as a a Cardassian. Um, some random alien character in Voyager, and he played another Klingon in um, Enterprise. Yeah. And now I remember that Klingon, and I've been for years bugging me where I where it is it's the same goddamn actor now. Oh fucking hell! Now that's that, I'm glad we did this because I remember that actor, that bloody Klingon. There was something familiar about him, and I could never put my bloody finger on it. It's the same fucking actor. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the case with Star Trek. So many actors have played multiple roles. I mean, bloody the actor that played um, Quark played another Ferengi in Next Gen before he was on D- DS9. 
Um, it's the case with so many things. Well, if you if you get caked under you know a couple of pounds of uh, thingy, it will be true. Quite good. So hang on a second. True. I'm trying to hold back six thousand cubic waters with transfer with your transparent aluminum. Hey, no, 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 no. I didn't say that it was it was structurally sound. I just said I could make aluminium transparent. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I could make aluminium transparent. That's uh, what I was. That, how to be a stupid gamer? That was it. Dialysis pills. That was it. Thank you. Thank you. Couldn't remember. It was a couple of weeks ago that I watched uh, Star Trek Four. Um, but uh, yes. Um, so next week we will do Star Trek Five then. Um, yeah. Yes. Do... You're going to really make me do all the next gen films. You're really going to make me do Generations. Yes. I am. <laughs> my, See, my, could, I mean, we could. Right, hang on a second. The Kirk thing could easily be resolved by just having him disappear. That's all you have True. to do. Just have him disappear. And then there, he's out there somewhere. He's not dead yet. There's another chance that we'll come across well, him. Well, look, look, look. Terry Metallis. Rather cleverly in Picard season three, kind of re um re sort of you know revitalized the debate, shall I say, or re reignited the debate. Um and we need a legacy. Fuck me. Paramount, when this writer strike is over, if you do not make fucking legacy, seriously, you deserve to go out of business. I mean, I mean this. You deserve to go out of goddamn business. I'm 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 fed up of arguing with this with those dipsticks online that go, oh, Stranger Worlds is so much better. No, it's fucking not. The figures say it. <laughs> no, it's just crap. We all know it's crap. You know it's crap. Don't defend it. Uh, you know, they keep going, oh, 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 yeah, but it was in the ratings. No, the only episode that got into the ratings, and it was not the Nielsen ratings, was the fucking musical episode. A fucking musical episode. Right, right hang on a second. <laughs> We're not going to skip five. Keith needs to be punished. He's made me watch some shit. Now it's my turn. Oh, oh I, I did. I did not make you watch the musical episode. I mean, if you're going to make me watch Generations and all those fucking films, I think you should watch the musical episode. Strange New Worlds. Generations. Hang on. Generations in comparison to to, to Discovery and Strange New World. Fucking masterpiece. I I think you should watch Strange New World and Anson Mount's terrible singing. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I I respect my mental health better. <laughs> That's like six hundred pounds worth of, you know, intervention from psychiatrists to to get that problem fixed. Um, but no, no, trust me, you're gonna be fine with because there's not some generations isn't that bad. It's what they did to Kirk, which was the bloody bad bit. Yeah, you yeah, don't well, that's, love that bugs me. you don't love resurrection. You d yeah, that's a wind up if I've ever heard a wind up from any. Actually, there are a, there are a couple of cool moments in Resurrection. I like, I still love, even though it's completely crap. I still love it when Riker goes like, "Bring up manual control," and he stands on the bridge. He joins the. Come on, we haven't all dreamed of that. Fuck off, we've all right, dreamed right, of that. Hang on. I, I, I always, I always imagined that you'd have to put like a couple of quarters in there to keep things going. But the really funny thing was that the joystick on that, right, was a black joystick with the red fucking trigger button. It looks exactly, funny enough, and Babster, you're listening to this, exactly like the joystick my dad bought for me, Amstrad, coolest computer in the world. Um, <laughs> see, see, the joystick on that Amstrad, right, is the same as the Enterprise E, the coolest Enterprise. Quick, um, oh, I'm sure it was a quick fire one. I had it, it was a black one and it had a red trigger and it always reminded me because when you saw that on um 
in 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 insurrection or resurrection. It was insurrection. It was insurrection. Insurrection, not resurrection. Insurrection. Um, I'll be talking about alien resurrection. But look, I I I like Star Trek Nemesis more than a lot of people do. Um, I don't think it's the greatest movie, but I like it a bit more than a lot of people do because I Tom Hardy was kind of calling that. But it's, I still can't get over Tom Hardy. He's this dweeby little dude in that, right? And then the next time you see him, he's fucking mashed up, built like a brick shit out. Yes. Um, see, sorry, hang on a second. I'm just trying to find... This is the one... This is the one I had. It reminds... It's not the same one. It reminds me of this one. It's not the same one. Because I'll get nerd things. Um, so, it's, we're all allowed to disagree. So, all right. So, that's... Uh, I'm only winding him up. It's only because I had an Amstrad. My mate had an Amiga. My, well, it was different. Yeah, it did look a bit like that. It did look a bit yes. like that. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, Except uh, the bottom uh, was all black. Oh, 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 uh, uh, oh I get you. I get you. <laughs> she wasn't bad. No, I wouldn't. Have, if I was Picard, I wouldn't kick her out of bed. She was a couple hundred no. years old though. She was guilty, but um, guilty, <laughs> guilty, guilty. That's how I'll, um, uh -huh. um, no, she wasn't that, that bad. That was, the, that was the first bit of electronics I ever repaired. On that, yeah, I mean, it, it, look, I mean, I like now, I, I still like Nemesis for the fucking whole sort of Mad Max scene as well. I kind of still love that Mad Max scene in Star Trek, even though it's completely, I loved it. Because it was funny. Mm. Um, any anyhow, right? I, I think we've we've filled an hour, um, uh, and um, yeah, I'll I will go and do my homework and watch Star Trek Five this week. Yeah, mm. Star Trek Five is on Uhura's dancing. Yeah, okay. I'll hang on, hang on. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Right when I first saw that, it was what ninety two probably the oh, first time I remember feeling something <laughs> as a young boy growing up. <laughs> so I know what you mean. <laughs> right, what got me? Hang on a second. Right, When you watch it, there's a bit where they get into the bar on the alien planet where Cybok is, yeah? And he gets... Uh, Pike? Um, no, Kirk gets attacked by uh, a tiger lady. And he gets a tiger lady and he throws her onto the pool table, which... Just happens to have water in the pool table, which I always thought was like a really shit joke. Just keep an eye out for that when you watch it. Um, I will, I will, I will, but, I will download yeah, it. But we but all know that, that we all hang on a second. That's one thing I'm, we mustn't forget when we get to the end of doing the Star Trek films that we have to go back and go through the top tutty, top 10 tutty of Star Trek um, TV and films. Okay, so. Uh, if, if we're doing, if we're doing films, see Kim Cattrall was in Star Trek Six, and that was when she and was. She had her sideburns shaved. It was weird as fuck. Oh, I know, I know, I know. She had no. Like, they, they, they just cut it off straight to the. She should have been Savic. They should have made a Savic because she's not Savic in that one. It would have made sense that you had that character continue through, and they changed the actress several times. Just recast. That's no, not an issue. Um. But yeah, it mm. was. It's going to be interesting. Who's hotter? Yep. And... Oh. Yep. 
Right, he's talking about the Hura scene. He's talking about the Hura. Uh, yeah, what's also Hura I'm, dancing I'm, 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 on, like... on the three body chick from two. What well, I can't see that in the comments. Ah, uh, it was it was kind of hot. It, yeah, it's sort of you know, uh, toss up for me. <laughs> Rachel Nichols is playing the green lady in Star Trek one. <laughs> oh, we'll put I have to put she'll go on the list. She'll go on the list. Green Lady from Star Trek One. There's Famica Jansen who was in um, Dewicky uh, Next Generations, um, and then there was some other. There, there's other Totty. Lots of Totty. Yeah. All righty. Well, um, thanks for watching. Um, yeah. Thanks for watching. Um, thanks for everyone in the chat as always. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Chuck hasn't been in the chat this week because he's on a plane. It's in Iceland. Um, We're not talking about the we, shop in the British High Street. It's gone out of well, he, he, he bought a hot dog. He wrecked it. And I was trying to work out an Iceland joke. They realised that he wouldn't get it. Um, um, no. But, uh, yes. Anyway, thanks for watching. And I'll see you next week. I'm going to say bye-bye. Say bye again. You'll see him next week. I, I'm not here next week because Keith has, well, got rid of me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <you're> <laughs> see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.